Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn Miles is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of Autumn Miles Ministries and the author of Appointed and I Am Rahab. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God, coupled with raw faith. Now, here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. We are having fun in the studio today. It's a good day. It's a good day to be alive. Jesus is on the throne, y'all. Even though it looks like he is not, it is a good day to be alive. We are going to talk about, I'm trying to get my best Elsa voice let it go let it go okay anyone else turning off their radios at this point um let it go we are going to be talking about today let it go let it go let it go cupcake let it go okay some of y'all are holding on to some things that god is saying i want you to drop okay i want you to drop it and even though god is telling you to do that you just cannot seem to drop it so i'm gonna help you i'm gonna try to help you uh hopefully the holy spirit will infuse our words in jesus name and will help you uh, uh to let that thing go um thank you for listening y'all you guys are such a joy to our team. It's awesome to hear from you guys. I want you to know we have this thing called Society Group, okay? Um, and we have some amazing leaders that lead these society groups, which are all over the country. But I want to focus right here on Dallas, uh, Fort Worth. I speak every month at these Dallas Society Groups that we have. Um, you can go to my fan page for details, but we do them once a month. If you would like to come, hang out, meet me, um, meet my team. Um, I encourage you to get on our Facebook page or the Autumn Miles website and look for one of these society groups. This is now, now this is not a blowout conference where there's like smoke and like, you know, I don't know, a 17 piece band. This is a group. Okay. A group of ladies that have decided, Hey, I want to go deeper in the word of God. And it's amazing to see the life change. We've walked through some dark stuff with some of these ladies. Um, you know, if you're looking for a community, um, you know, this is a monthly thing that's not affiliated with your church. I love church. I want you to be in small group. We're involved in our church. My husband is a pastor at our church. Um but this is a chance just for you to get involved with with people that aren't in your church, maybe aren't in your sphere of influence and get to know other people in the Dallas community. Um, look for the details, like I said, on our Facebook page or on our website, autumnmiles.com. We would love to see you. I'd love to meet you. We do a little bit of worship. It's very acoustical. It's very small, small group setting. I'll get up and speak and then we'll do some small group time. And it's just it's just really powerful what God is doing in these groups. So I invite you to come on out and to join us um, and, you know, see what see what God has for you uh, in one of these society groups. Also, uh, we're listener supported here. Hello. I tell you every day because it matters. Um, if God has laid on your heart to support our ministries, getting toward the end, end of the year. I know y'all need some ri- tax write offs. We are a 501c3 organization. And, um, you know, we would we would love we would just be honored if you would um donate to our cause, uh, which is bold truth and raw faith, the bold truth of God's word. And um, we are encouraging people to step out, step out of the boat, 
step out, step out into that scary step of faith that God is asking of you because the Lord is the one that supports your step. Um, you know, we are literally on the air right now because other people are giving and I just want to give a huge thank you to those of you that have given. Uh, it's amazing. Don't do it if God isn't asking you to, but if he nudges your heart, we'd love to be on the receiving end of um, whatever that is. Thank you guys for listening. We are uh, just going to dig right in here. What? I want to ask you this question. Why would God call you into something only to call you out of it? Does God call you into something to eventually call you out of it? Does he? Well, yes, he does. And I'm going to take you to the scripture and tell you this is for you who feels like God is pulling something away from you. Now, I'm not talking about him pulling cake away from you. Okay. Which that could be something he's pulling away from you. I don't know. Um, I'm not talking about like him telling you, Hey, you need to rein it in your finances a little bit and get, get on a budget. Okay. I'm, I'm not really, And he might be telling you that. And maybe that'll apply to you. I'm not really sure. Um, I am talking to those of you that God has at some point in your life said, I want you to do this. And he's called you into a season. I just feel like God wants me to say, moms, I want you to have some children for my glory. I want you to raise them in the scripture. I want you to love them, but discipline them. I want you to grow them. And maybe God is pulling that season away from you because they're graduating high school and going to college. Maybe someone's getting married. Maybe your children are leaving and you look around and you find yourself in a season that you don't want to be in. And so you're clinging to an old season. Like when your children were at home, I'm talking, I'm talking about that kind of transition. Hey, I want you to be a pastor at a church. And then all, all of a sudden, but very gradually, God starts placing in your heart, listen, I want you to do something else. I want you to become a missionary. And he's pulling you away from a season that he led you into. Letting go of something God has asked of you is really, really hard. It takes a lot of prayer It takes a lot of um, just uh, in the scripture confirmation, but he does do that. And I feel like today I can feel the tension between God. Do you really want me to pull away from something that you did call me to? Um, I I feel the tension there. And I feel like someone you are struggling with letting that go. And I just want to encourage you. I have been. I have absolutely been right exactly where you are. A couple of years ago, God dipped in my heart. I am going to transition your ministry is what he told me. And um, I knew very, very clearly that God had called me into what I was doing. It was very fruitful. It looked weird at the minute uh, moment because it was being so fruitful. And God said, we are going to change direction. And I labored in prayer over it. I labored and I labored and I waited and I asked for confirmation. And then all of a sudden God gave me the confirmation I needed and I let it go. 
and we switched direction. And it was crazy how when I let it go and I switched direction, I had all my staff and all my team were right behind me saying, you're right, this is exactly the direction that we need to go into. I want to encourage you to stop the pull between God, are you sure? And um, God, I know what you're telling me and I'm going to go ahead and do the hard thing. Does that make sense to you? Okay. Um, God is gently detaching something from your life and you're struggling. Let it go. Let it go. We often try to resurrect seasons that God has brought to a close. Um, It's, it's crazy how we are as individuals. Um, We kind of fight the step of faith. God is asking us to advance in And we stay dormant in something that is dead. Does that make sense? And we look at the thing that's dead and we think, man, I could resurrect this with the power of God. But God is no longer there. He's moved on to your future. He's leading you into something greater and into something better. Stop trying to resurrect it. Stop. If you know God is moving you on, stop trying to breathe new life into something that God is no longer in. You've already done all you need to do there. Move on, move on. Um, I want to just get to my scripture. I have several things that I, I want to talk to you guys about, but I want to get to my scripture. First Kings 17. I actually did an entire Facebook live on this and you, you're welcome to go to my Facebook page and look it up It's from several months ago. I'm not going to talk about all the different specifics that I did in that Facebook live, but I am absolutely going to look, going to um, go through just piece of it. First King 17, Elijah, he's our boy today. Now, Elijah, the Tishbite, who was of the settlers of Gilead, said to Ahab, as the Lord lives, the God of Israel lives before whom I stand. Surely there shall neither be rain these years, dew or rain these years, except by my word, the great drought. Okay, the great drought. The word of the Lord came to him saying, go away from here. And turn eastward and hide yourself by the brook of Cherith, which is east of the Jordan. It shall be that you will drink of the brook. And I have commanded the ravens to provide for you there. So he went. So Elijah went into a season that God was calling him into. He went into um, in the direction that God was calling him into. It was going to be a time where the Lord himself took care of him, even though there was drought in the land. The Lord was calling him to a place of, um, you know, abundance of provision. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord, for he went and lived by the brook Cherith, which is east of the Jordan. So he went and he lived there. The ravens brought him bread. It was fruitful. He was fed in the morning and and bread and meat in the evening. And he would drink from the brook. It happened after a while that the brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him saying, arise and go to Zarephath. And that's where I'm going to start. Now, it's very interesting to me that God himself called him into this season. 
God himself called him into this um, uh, place that was ordained by the Lord. He told him exactly where to go. He told him how he was going to be provided for. He was there. He was able to really have a, a fruitful time there because the provision of the hand of the Lord was upon him. Then the brook slowly, not all at a time, slowly dries up. Now, think of your season as that brook. It's flowing. You're drinking from it. This is exactly what happened to me a couple of years ago, you guys. Exactly what happened to me. Flowing. It was fruitful. I was drinking from this brook. And then all of a sudden, I noticed it drying, drying, drying up. And you know exactly who I am talking to. You got, You are listening in your cars right now. You're looking. It's flowing. But all of a sudden, you start to see a little changes. All of a sudden, the brook is not as... Um, as full as it was, all of a sudden it's getting thinner. You're still drinking. You're still involved. You're still there, but you're watching this provision of the Lord drying up. And you are thinking to yourself, what in the world is happening? Because this is a place where God has called me into. What's going on? You wonder what Elijah thought as he sat at that brook, literally watching the provision of God dry up. I have been there, y'all. I have been there. Um, As soon as it did dry up, God spoke. Arise and go to Zarephath. Now, Elijah did not know at this moment. I want to try to to talk about this as, as paint this picture as much best as I can. Elijah did not know that Zarephath would be the place that would be um, very instrumental in, um, in, in the Mount Carmel, God raining down fire from heaven. He didn't know that. All he knew was that the brook is drying up and God is telling me to move on. So he went. God was calling Elijah into a bigger, a better, a more, I mean, the passage in Mount Carmel in first Kings 18, um, is one of the most powerful passages of scripture in the Bible where, where literally Elijah calls down fire from heaven and all the prophets of the Asherah and Baal are slaughtered. And here, uh, God gets all the glory for his power. He didn't know that all he knew was that this season was coming to an end and the Lord said arise and go to Zarephath I I just I I I want to appeal to your human nature today that God is asking you to lay down that Sunday school class. He's asking you maybe to lay down that small group. He's asking you to lay down that business. He's asking you to do something uh, in faith and move on, but you can't seem to cut the ties between you and that thing because you do not see that there is a Mount Carmel on the other side of uh, God's direction. We can get so comfortable in one season that if we don't listen to the Lord and if we don't let go a season in our life, we literally will rob ourselves of a Mount Carmel, miraculous, amazing experience. Let it go. 
Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. If you're listening to the Autumn Mile Show today, we're talking about letting it go. We're talking about, hey, God may have called you into a season, but he is also he also calls us out of seasons as well. He might have called you into a calling. And now he's like, okay, you've learned all you need to learn. Let's move on. We're talking about bold truth. I want you guys to be encouraged with the bold truth of God's word. Bold truth is what we need today. Okay, we don't need a fluff. We need bold truth. And I want to encourage you guys to step out today. Take a step toward that raw faith. Take a step towards faith that feels uncomfortable, but you know for sure the hand of God is in it. Take a step of faith towards whatever it is that God is asking of you. Bold truth, raw faith. That's what we're talking about today. And letting go that old um, that old season that God is calling you out of. Now, I want to just clarify. I'll do messages like this. I'll, I'll do messages like this. And I, I inevitably every time, every single time. Someone will tell me, Autumn, does this mean I can get a divorce? And I've been asked this enough times to be able to tell you, um, you know, uh, you can't, no, you, you must look to the Bible for the reasons to divorce. Okay. If you've just quote unquote fallen out of love of him, sorry, cupcake, the same for you. Okay. Um, fall back in love with him, fall back in love with her. Okay. Um, no, the, the, I am not giving you a license to divorce your mate. That is found in a different topic, a different, a different part of scripture that I want you to study. If you need help, go to counseling, go to your pastor, go to a, a elder, um, go to someone at your church that can help you. Um, this is not a license to divorce. Now, could you be living in a marriage where divorce is an option according to the Bible? Yes, you could. But I am not giving you license to do that right now. Don't email me. Okay. It's, I'm, I'm qualifying what I'm saying. However, those of you that you feel like God has called you in and now he's calling you on, those are the people that I'm talking to. You know, taking a step of faith out of what I was really, really heavily involved in just a couple of years ago was really, really hard. I had to trust in the spirit of God to lead my team. I had to trust in the spirit of God to lead my family. I had um, to, tr- to, lead, to, to lead my husband and to tell my husband the same exact thing. Um, but God said, arise and go to me, just like he said to Elijah. And so I went. And so Elijah went. He dropped, he, he literally dropped the season that he was in by the brook of Cherith. <clears throat> and he went to Zarephath. I'm calling you away. I'm calling you into something different. I'm calling you into something better. I've got something planned for you. It's going to be amazing, but you have to trust me. Maybe those are things that the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you, but you've got so many blocks up that you're not listening. You know, we hang on to things for too long. Thank God that Elijah didn't stay at Cherith. You know, he would have died there. He literally would have died there. Um, When he got to Zarephath, there was a widow that took care of him. 
he would have died um, in uh, by the brook of Cherith. If, if he wouldn't have arose and gone, he would have died there. And hey, guess what? You might not physically die, but spiritually die if you do not move on into the next season that God is calling you. You might lose your hope. You might lose your faith. You might lose your joy because the spirit of God has moved on and he wants you to follow um, follow right behind him. You know, that, that really could represent something very significant in our life. Let it go. Just let it go. And you're going to find the joy and obedience and the joy in following right after the Lord is much more rich than the fear of moving on. Um, there's something about faith that is exhilarating. And, but if you don't, if you don't um, exercise it, you don't, you don't feel it. We hang on to things for too long because we can't control them. I want to encourage you today. You might not know what is coming up. You might not know what the future holds, but you know what? God stands in the future and has analyzed every step and has um, written your life in such a way that he will provide and he will secure your step. When God is giving you clear signs to move on, it means that the season that you were just in or the, the calling that you were just in has produced what it needs to produce. You know, that, that, that time at the brook of Cherith, you know, it could have done a lot of things for Elijah. It could have just firmed up his faith. I mean, a raven fed him for heaven's sake in the morning. And then at night he brought him meat. That's pretty cool. You know, just watching God's hand of provision, Elijah needed, I'm sure in order to fight all of the um, prophets of Baal and Asherah in front of Jezebel. I mean, I'm sure that he needed to know that God was going to take care of them while he was fighting for them. So that season in Elijah produced something that needed to be produced. And then when it was over, it was done. He knew God didn't make the brook dry up one second too late or one second too soon. The brook dried up exactly when Elijah knew that the hand of God was going to provide and protect him and shelter him and, uh, and be there for him. He was going to be his support. It has produced what it needed to produce in you and in it. If God is calling you away, you don't need it anymore and it doesn't need you. You may feel like God has left you, but really he's just closing a season to open up a new one. It's interesting how when um, things in our lives, um, God starts to shift them and we start to move into um, a different world that that you you almost feel this isolation from the Lord. You almost feel this this quietness from the Lord and you're kind of looking at things falling apart. You're looking at things that just don't make sense anymore that used to make perfect sense and they used to be clicking and all of a sudden um, that's not that's not necessarily happening anymore and you kind of start looking at God saying, what are you doing? Why is this happening? He hasn't left you. He's simply closing a season to open up a new one. Simply doing that. Trust that God today, today is on the other side of that surrender. He's right there, guys. He's right there. He's waiting for you to say, you know what? I'm going to let it go. You're going to feel better when you do because of your obedience to the spirit. Let it go. Just in your car, you know, I'm going to pray with you guys. We have just a little bit of time left. Those that are feeling so hot, so, so heavy, 
It's fearful of the future. God hasn't given you a spirit of fear. Uh -uh. When you step out and when you walk into a new season, when you move on and let the old one go, man, it's beautiful. It's freeing. Lord, I just pray for every single one that is listening to the sound of my voice. Maybe they're even weeping in their car. Because they're thinking, man, Lord, it's so hard. It's so hard to let this season go. It's so hard to let this season, uh, this, this type, the season of motherhood go. It's so hard to let this season of ministry go. It's so hard, Lord. Um, it's so hard, the things that you're calling me to, but today in my car, today at home, I just surrender. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to choose to walk in obedience towards exactly what you have called me to. I'm going to do that because I trust you. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray that that encourages you today. Hey, let us know if it did. I want to, um, She Reads Truth was on our show on Monday. They have offered us a 10% discount on their Bible, which is awesome. Um, if you're looking for uh, a new Bible, get the She Reads Truth Bible. You can get it at shopshereadstruth.com. The code is TRUTH10 to get that discount. And I encourage you to do that. Bold truth. Bold truth. You need a She Reads Truth Bible with the bold truth that we're spitting out at you. Love you guys so much. My heart is for you today. Listen tomorrow right back here on The Autumn Mile Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Mile Show is listener supported and your donation to keep her on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn Miles' book, Appointed. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Autumn Mile Show on The Word 100.7 FM.